Welcome to episode 53 of the Lifestyle Chase. In this episode, I'm going to go back from episode 1 to episode 52 and talk about why I had certain guests, talk about why I started the podcast and what is meaningful, what I've learned, and where I see it going forward. So if you're ready, we're going to get into this right away. I'm going to start off by sharing the inspiration for why I started the podcast. And it was simply because as I would network and get to know more people, I realized what a privilege it is to like really get to know a person. I think that it becomes really easy to take for granted how unique everybody is and how you miss out if you don't talk to them and you miss out if you don't make time for them. And I just had realized how long I had been missing out on like really cool people. And so one of them that stood out to me was Blake Fillion. And he's somebody that I met through CrossFit at Forged by Fire. The thing that stood out about Blake is we, we really enjoyed being workout partners I would excel in the cardio portion, and he was a little bit stronger in most of the lifts. But we were close enough that we just kind of blended as uh, as buddies. The more I learned about him, the more I realized like how tough his wife has had it, but she's never let that stop her. And then what kind of a person he is, and how he can be creative and not set limits in, on himself. And It just kind of made me so happy to see all of that and then they had a kid and just how Blake was able to be a dad was inspiring to me and I knew it would be inspiring to other people and that was a a story that I really wanted to share. Now my next guest, Mike McApinlack, that was kind of a, a cool networking thing. I knew him through a couple of my close friends in Calgary because they went to school together. And so I kind of had him on social media and I knew what he did and I knew his background and I knew he had been so focused on making guys more confident and like social confidence. And that's something that I've seen in my own life, my social confidence change. And I thought, well, if he specializes in it, I'd like to talk to him because he's probably going to be able to say something a lot better than I can. Between that and the perspective of growing up somewhere outside of Canada, because so many Canadians don't realize how good we have it, like how how privileged we are to live in a place where we just get these these certain rights and, and things work out. That conversation was really good, which leads me to my next guest, the one and only Dean Guido. That guy has been the real MVP. Um, I'd have to say he's he's stood out as someone that has done his very best to support me in my career as a trainer and just as a human. And he's going places. So I wanted to share that. This is my platform. This is how I tell you about people that are cool and he's one of them. Next up on the list, Eric Morrison. Eric is my spin bro. 
for about a year, I was an instructor at True Ride and we were the two male spin instructors at the studio at the time. And it's just, you develop a unique bond because you're in it together. And I think it's really cool that he is interested in video editing because that's something that I really enjoy. So his story had to be shared. Next on that list is Ruhi Kazam. So I met her through going to spin classes. She was one of my very first instructors. And when I decided that I wanted to go to spin classes all by myself, that was the first class that I went to. The ones before that, I was a tag along, I went along, it wasn't a big deal, I didn't get as nervous, but I was really scared before Ruhi's class. And she made it easy, it was like, this is not intimidating at all because she's just so friendly. And there was a lot of times when that was just what I needed. One of my favorite memories is uh, I had recently had like surgery on one of my toes. They had to like cut it open to fix a nail. Kind of gross, but in any case. And I couldn't sleep that night. And the next day, I woke up. I was going to be late. Uh, I was running on like three hours of sleep, but I was like, there's no way in hell that I'm missing Ruhi's class. And I got there, sprinted to the door, and it was like 6.01. And I barely got let in, but Ruhi was happy to have me in the class and that just felt good. That's what I needed because I worked my ass off to get there on time. And like, I don't think I should drive that fast normally. You didn't hear that. I drove so safely. Next guest, Lane Mitchell. He's kind of stood out to me. Um, I didn't realize just how jacked he was. But what I noticed was how good of a dad he was. I knew he was fit. And I knew he had a workout routine. And so that was the really cool part about talking to him. Because we really got to know each other just in that, that interview there. And he's been somebody that uh, has made a lot more connections with the fitness community since the episode. And I love that. I like that I maybe had a hand in uh, creating some friendships or some bonds or some collaborations. And he does really good stuff for Edmonton. So we're lucky to have him. My next guest, Tim Gorley. And he dropped the bomb of having a baby coming up in his episode. Just out of nowhere didn't see it coming and that's one of the most favorite things that i love to talk about on my podcast because that's the things that matters those happy moments and he's come a long way in his own business now he has his own facility for the fitset ninja and that's just exciting because it's something that fills him with so much joy and i thrive off of seeing people around me thrive and he makes life better in that way. My next guest, Shane Fennessy, actually hosted me on his podcast, The City of Champions. And we got to know each other because I listened to his podcast and I gave him some feedback. And he was so gracious about it. And then we just kind of started talking. And it was neat. It was a cool little friendship. And so finally, I... Uh, invited him onto mine. I figured I might as well wait so it wasn't like back-to-back -back Chris and Shane. But he's such a cool guy, so real. Like, he wouldn't lie to anybody. 
and I think that's one of his best qualities is that he's genuine and honest and has a lot of integrity. Then we have Dao, Motivator Dao, and I met her through Spin as well, but I just remember the thing that stood out to me was it was like right after I got my unlimited membership at a studio and I was like super nervous. It was like the beginning of something that really snowballed into something else. She came up and she was like, hey, I've seen you around a few times. Uh, how you doing? Like she was introducing herself, making me feel at home. Uh, she got to remember my name like really, really fast, which felt nice. And I was like, yeah, um, I'm going to come here every day. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then I did. <laughs> and I mean, maybe that's not the way to do things, but it uh, really turned into a complete change in my career and how I saw things and the people that I was surrounded by. So I thought it was cool that she got to see that moment. And I've toured around her school. And I have to tell you, if you get the chance, and if she has time, go check out her school. See the kids that she gets to spend time with, but see how she impacts their life. Because you'll never forget it. My next guest was Chelsea Livingstone, otherwise known as at It's Healthy Chelsea. And that's someone who I had basically been advocating that she should be an instructor on an indoor bike. And it wasn't an easy process for her and there was a lot of uh, hard work and disappointment and tears. And so when she finally got her chance at Cycle Bar, I was pretty pumped. And she's had to battle a lot of pushback on social media by having her as a guest, I was hoping to help other people that experience the same things. The same having to become resilient towards your goals and that same whole thing where social media can really take you down if you let it. For episode 11, I got my friend Kelsey Jones to help me out. She asked me questions in the same way that I had been asking my guest questions leading up to that. It was really neat and she's a very skilled interviewer and she put a lot of work into that. She, I met her through social media and she is currently a bar instructor at uh, Sculpted Finery in Sherwood Park. She's doing a lot of good things for the community so she deserves a good feature. After her was Christina Botello and she is the heart and soul of KB and Co. It's really cool to uh, know people like that who have a pretty intense backstory. She's been featured on Carrie Dahl's podcast as well as mine. So then if you listen to both, you get to hear like the highs and the lows and all the different aspects of what Christina has had to go through to see the success that from the outside looking in, it might have been like, oh, just got handed it to her but like no there was a lot of self-belief a lot of uh mindset and grit and resilience and it wasn't easy but i really hope that uh she's as proud of herself as i'm sure this city is and episode 13 was farah and nahid who are very very special to me 
it was cool because I wanted Nahid to be the first guest because I thought he kind of he's sneaky. He doesn't he doesn't post as much on social media, um, but he's a good role model and a good mentor and been a supporter for years for me. But he would always be busy. And I talked to Farah about it, and she suggested having them both, and it was the coolest thing ever. That's like a, a fun memory for me, just having the chat and having Fuchsia the dog there too. And and that's that's the beauty of the podcast, is like those moments that you get to share with people. My next guest was Michael Cameron. I came across him through social media. He's an advocate for women being able to live a safe life. Um, He's had some tough moments in his own life. He's lost a loved one and it's created a greater purpose for him in his life and what he wants to fight for. And outside of that, he's uh, quite a successful person in business and in his own goals and ventures. He does a lot of public speaking events and organizes a lot of group things and charity runs and supports a lot of people in a lot of different ways, which makes him a perfect guest. If you haven't listened to that one, we were running the track on Millennium Place, so I was a little bit winded. It was a bit shorter because of that, but it was fun, so you should check it out. You can hear a Zumba class in the background. My guest after that was Patricia Jehufka and she is a warrior for MS. I had heard her story before a few times, but it wasn't until I saw her present at a health and wellness event, and she really shared her story. There's so much that you won't hear very often because it's tough to talk about, but it was just the moments for people where MS really flare up are often very heartbreaking and when you realize just how uh, how much of a physical and mental battle it can be and how strong people battling MS are it's immeasurable you can't you can't measure that in a way where you can say that one person's battle is harder than the other but you also can't ignore how hard they have to work to have the life that someone without MS has. And her story has already helped a lot of people in the early diagnosis of MS to be able to understand that they aren't alone and to know that there's people to talk to. And hopefully it continues to do that for others. Episode 16 was Amber Kapina, and is cool because I don't think they had made it public that they were expecting before that episode, so it's neat to have like these landmarks in time. She has done energy healing on me before. I've gone for a private uh, consultation or appointment, I, I should say, and I've gone for several of her healing circles. And it's something that's tough to really be like, oh yeah, energy, healing, yeah, that'll work. But being totally honest with you, it was quite helpful. And it, it could be something as simple as being around really good people, but 
there, there's something to it and I don't understand what exactly that is. That's why I am a personal trainer, not an energy healer. But I think what she offers people is really special. So it was fun to have that conversation with her too. Rob Clark, my boy, he was episode 17. And I've known him throughout a lot of his fitness journey. And it hasn't been easy for him. And he has quite a story of his his life before before fitness and a lot of people are going to know him now as a super jacked really confident unstoppable guy but he has a heart of gold and he wears his heart on his sleeve two times over so like he he is strong in the sense that he is able to be very real with everybody that enters his life and so if you get to be part of that you're lucky my next guest was Tracy, and it was really neat to hear her story. She was actually recommended to me by Kelsey, who works at Tracy's studio. Um, Tracy's story of resiliency and being able to push forward despite the battle that her son has and the hard times and the financial struggles and trying to run a business in fitness which isn't always an easy go but she had an attitude and like an authenticity that i felt would help other people and furthermore i thought it was important that she got as much PR as possible to help her son out with his project with making chairs so you should check that one out and see if there's any way that you can donate some uh, hockey sticks to help him make a difference and fulfill his purpose and feel really good about what he does every day. Jordan Jeske was episode 19, another solid guy who's helped me get a start with fitness and just being a real true friend giving me some really rock solid advice when i really really needed it sometimes the day of and that's somebody that you want to have in your corner so of course he got on the podcast i i don't know who i would be if i didn't include him after that is chelsea jensen she was episode 20 and it's cool that I had Chelsea Jensen and Carrie Dahl on the podcast because Chelsea Jensen is like the young version of Carrie Dahl. And if you look at their social media and if you look at what they're up to, they're even crossing paths with different things that they do, charity work for the Stollery. Like they're, they're very similarly geared. They're both very real people. They both really work hard for others around them. And it's neat to see people at different points in their career because I'm pretty confident that 10 years from now, Chelsea will be fulfilling really big goals in her life and it doesn't come without hard work and she talks about how to put that hard work in. Then I have DJ Bradley James, otherwise known as Brad Dawson. And he was just a really good guy. When I would work with him at Central, he was a DJ, I was a porter, and it was funny because if I felt like high strung or like, oh man, it's too crowded here, then I could go over to Brad and we could chat and I was like, huh, much more calm. And his music selection is on point. 
whenever I get the chance to recommend a DJ, I recommend him. And I know a lot of DJs, so that's tough. That's gonna kick me in the butt, but he's a good guy. I feel like I can relate to him a lot. And that was a really fun conversation to have. Episode 22 is with one of my heroes, Ryan Jones. And I was pretty floored that I got the opportunity. And there's a lot of uh, feedback that came in saying it was like talking to two very Canadian Canadians. Because we each have sort of that Canadian accent, if, th if that is a thing, we both have it. But he always kind of set an example that I felt like I could follow, even though I wasn't a hockey player. Just being someone who would set time aside for other people and being someone who just truly cared about the fans and didn't take it for granted. And on the flip side, he's someone who also was affected by fans. And if you called him a piece of garbage, he felt like a piece of garbage. And it's just important to talk about that because I don't. it doesn't matter how much you pay people. You can't run around calling people failures or garbage or put them down because that will affect them. It doesn't matter how professional they must be. We make an impact in how we show up in life, and I think more people need to uh, not take that for granted. Because if you want people around you to succeed, you need to create the environment in which they are able to do so. And maybe I sound a little bit too hokey pokey, but uh, it's the truth. You can't, you can't drag people down or else you're going to go down too, and what kind of an existence is that? My next one was Vance Bosch, and he kind of just one day followed me on social media. And that was at a time when I didn't have too many Instagram followers, but neither did he. And I was like, well, this is backwards. Usually I follow them, and then if I'm lucky, they follow me back. And one of our first little DM conversations was he, he was trying out a nose hair product in which you put like black tar in your nose pull it out, boom, nose hair gone. And heck, I'm a guy that needs to get rid of some no nose hair now and then. So I like sent him a message and I was like, hey man, did it work? And he's like, uh, uh, yeah. And that was it. <laughs> that was, that's how intellectual I get. But as time went on, I think we realized we had a lot of similarities. I got to see how passionate he was about his craft and about his business and the pride he took in delivering product and delivering a respectful experience to anyone who he encountered in life, professionally and just personally. And that was a big part of what made me think when I had to find a, like a little side job, I was like, well, if Vance runs Central, I'll try out Central because I think for that reason it would be a good place to be and no regrets. It was a good experience. My next guest was Ula Kenyu. I really hope I said that right. <laughs> she is so cool and a very ambitious person. Um, when she says something, it's so well thought out and that comes with a lot of practice in life. So it's no wonder how she's able to put together so many different social media platforms in a way that tells a story, but then just as a human being, it's a good person to have around. So I was lucky to have her on the podcast because it was a very va valuable conversation. 
in which I, I took away a lot of things, like having your board of executives, I, I realized that I needed to, like, establish one of those. And I think since then, I've really kind of set the parameters of people that uh, you don't mess with my people, I keep in touch with those people, and they're just important, because that's what life is about, keeping in touch and prioritizing people in your life. Episode 25 was a very important episode for me and something that was tough to record. We had to reschedule it a few times, so in preparation for it, I would read some of the old letters that uh, my my aunt that died by suicide had written to me when I was a kid, because she died when I was in elementary school. And so it's, it's tough to talk about because it brings back memories, but at the same time, when you lose someone, it's better for you to talk about who they were for you than to pretend that they never existed. And I knew that people that don't know that stuff about me, that think that I, I don't really experience mental health personally or don't have stories or all those things, I knew that when a personal trainer is able to share that stuff, it makes it easier for other people that are looking for a trainer or that talk poorly upon themselves, think that they're weak. It makes it easier for them to be more comfortable to talk about the tough things, which makes mental health less of a stigma and more of something that we can prevail and push forward. And I knew that not everybody's gonna relate to my story, which was a big part of why I wanted to get Blake Lotz on board. And fortunately enough, when we had to reschedule, I was able to also arrange to get Michelle Bagnell on board as well. And I thought that certainly not everybody is going to see things how I see things, but if we had three of us, then you'd have at least one person's story that struck a chord with you. My next guest was Jennifer Nielsen, bitch and housewife. And she's cool. Just like her her social media things and just being able to not hold back. But on top of that, there was a lot to her that I didn't know about. Like she has really dove deep into all things fitness and pushed her body to the limits. And she she has her daily struggles that she has to go through and she's had dreams that she chases and dreams that she is chasing right now and just a genuine good human being for for that reason alone you should check out that episode because i barely like barely described the things that we talked about it was action-packed ryan mcdonald is a realtor that's based out of sherwood park and i have to give him the biggest shout out because the reason that the audio quality improved from that episode forward is because of Ryan McDonald. He straight up bought me a brand new microphone. For no reason other than that he was here to support me as a friend, as a community member, and yeah, I can't say enough good things about that because of how much it helped me and how supported it made me feel. And when I quizzed people, when I was like, should I start a podcast? He was the quickest one to say yes. When I put out the Facebook group of uh, sort of promoting it, he was the quickest person to, to join and be like, when's your first episode coming on? 
and that is special that's that's priceless so good guy firehouse from him i know a lot of realtors but he he stands out for the reason that he's supported me a lot dean somerset having dean on made a lot of people take my podcast more seriously which is great but if you listen to all the episodes I want more people to take it seriously from episode one going forward. But Dean Somerset is someone who gives, gives, gives. He nurtures newer trainers, older trainers. He's a good, good human being, extremely respectful, has some of the most integrity of anybody that you'd ever meet, loves dogs, loves his wife. He's a good human to interact with, no ego, and really sets the bar high when it comes to being someone who knows a lot of things about a lot of stuff. He puts on seminars all over the world. We're lucky to have him working so hard to bring as many seminars to Edmonton as possible because my guests or my, well, my guests and my audience are mostly Edmonton based. So that's something that we get to benefit from. My next one was Danielle McDonald otherwise known as Danny McDonald. She always stood out as someone that was like proud to be strong and made looking strong as a female look more achievable. And she stood out for herself, stood out, stood up for herself. And that's tough when, when you're on the social media where guys are harassing females accounts and guys are saying, look, your traps are too big. And she was able to stand up for herself over and over. And on the flip side is her day job was to be a paramedic. And that's tough. You're dealing with death. You're dealing with uh, some pretty horrific injuries. And then you have to get up another day and do it again. And I thought that that was something that was important to share because there's going to be a lot of people that are feeling stressed or overwhelmed or alone for the fact that they want to be strong or they think they look too tough or they want to know how to get more tough or they're working in an industry that is really hard on them mentally and they don't know what to do. Maybe they're finding their passion. They have to jump from career to career. There's a lot of points where you could relate to her. After that, I brought on Case Kenny, who called me from Chicago. We had a a video chat. And I stumbled across Case Kenny because he hosted a podcast, hosts it still, called New Mindset Who Dis. And it was just something that I started listening to it, and he says it a lot about himself. It's just like a bro talking bro things, but very well researched and it's been very helpful to me because as a podcast host it's my due diligence and my responsibility to listen to other people's podcasts both local and uh, far away because I don't know everything like I'm not perfect so I need to continue developing it's much the same as being a trainer and that was one of my favorites and he was gracious in being a guest on mine and we had a really cool conversation, so you should check it out because it was helpful to me, so I'm sure it would be helpful to you. 
episode 31 brings us full circle. Jessica and Graham Duty are two of the owners of Forged by Fire, where I met Blake Fillion. And they are some of the most amazing humans that I know. And I say that about a lot of my guests. So I, I have to also include all the other people that I call amazing humans. But what stands out to them is they have rock solid values. They're very strong as a couple. They can lean on each other. And that's inspiring because I, I believe in a, a wholesome life to the closest extent that I can in which the people that are in your life, you want them there so you work hard to be someone for them as they work just as hard to be someone for you and it's not always easy. So having conversations with them about all those things and about fitness and about pursuits towards ongoing education was really cool. Episode 32 was with a good friend of mine, Lucintha. And we actually developed our friendship more and more after that podcast episode. And this is someone that I would like take out a pitchfork, sharpen it up, and have her back any day of the week. And that's a really cool friend to have. I know she'd have a torch for me as well. And which brings us towards our next guest, which was Brandon Jacobs. That was somebody that I felt that I could relate to because he's always pushing for something more He's competitive, he was a personal trainer at one point, he was a teacher, I had thoughts of being a teacher, just seemed like somebody I could learn from and somebody that I could relate to. And we had a fun conversation and he worked really hard to promote his episode, which was nice because it, it's tough to get people to listen if the guest doesn't really promote, which isn't to say that not... Not every single one of my guests promotes it because they all do, but he worked really hard and that got a lot of people listening to the podcast, which was neat. After that, my glowing friend, Marnie Ashcroft, she is the founder of Glow Juicery, which has really taken off and she's just a smart person. And you pair that with her thoughts on life and her goals and the way she prioritizes things and what she thinks is important and experiences that she's had and it was kind of like a little personal growth meeting and she's always been supportive of my things and my friends things and whatever she can do if she can provide juice or if she can show up to the workout it's really neat because that little gesture of support goes a long way. Episode 35, my good pal Lucintha came back and she hosted me. And I got a lot of really good feedback because she is a very good host. She has a very good speaking voice and the ability to ask tougher questions. So she was able to compliment Kelsey's episode with me and it came on at different points of my career. So you get to see my personal progression. I was at one gym in one episode and another gym in the other episode. That's what I really like about this podcast is even though I'm the host, the little things that I talk about kind of show how my journey has played out. Just like I'll host people that were expecting a baby before and they have their baby now. It's amazing what can happen between September 
and we're coming up to July now. Which brings us to episode 36 with Julie Harish. And I knew her because I rode as many of her team teaches with Edmonton instructors as possible. And she was based out of Calgary at the time, but then she took a risk on herself and she moved her whole life to Toronto with her husband. And they started their own studio there. And that was really cool. That was along the, the same time that I was ready to make a move with my career, which was a big financial risk. And to see somebody believe in themselves that much helped me to believe in myself. And our stories are different and our, our situations were different, but I can't emphasize enough how powerful it is to have people in your circle that are reaching for bigger things because it makes it easier for you to reach bigger things personally. And I knew I'd be having future guests from Toronto, so I, I like that I can put these puzzle pieces together and network people together because like connection and communication and community is so imperative for living that full life. After that, I did a call with my friend Jordan Amo and he was calling me from Egypt where he is a teacher, which is cool because how many people do you know that are teachers in Egypt? And you might know some people. But the way that he could share the experience and share what got him to become a teacher was pretty special. And we met, we were both camp counselors at Camp Kasoda, so we were both working with kids. And I never necessarily thought I'd be a teacher, but I liked the idea of running around and having fun and relating to kids with their different upbringings and their different passions, their different interests. And it's definitely helped me as a trainer, just as it helps him with a teacher. It was good to catch up to him because I hadn't uh, I hadn't talked to him in like seven eight years, so we we had a good visit and a good podcast episode. After that was T.J. Sadler, who is the founder and editor and basically wears all the hats for Yeg Fitness, and he's kind of been someone that uh, has looked out for me. I, I felt his support, like noticed when when he gives me a chance to, to write an article for Yeg Fitness or features me in something or brings events to to like a gym that I work at and little things like that, they really add up. So of course I wanted to tell his story and he's a good human, so it's neat to have that visit and to also share with other people that might wanna do what he does. And again, another teacher, that's just gonna happen which is a good segue to my next guest. This one was a really special, really important episode for me. It was dedicated to my teacher, Colin Axelson, who was taken too soon because of a car accident. Him and his very young daughter both passed away, leaving Leanne Axelson and their two sons left. And it was heartbreaking and it really brought the community together, both in a way that brought a lot of tears, but then brought a lot of solidarity and gratitude for who he was for so many people, so many athletes, students, family members. And it just meant a lot to me that I was able to tell everybody that listens to this podcast how important that he was 
and also share the the strength and resiliency that Leanne has in helping other people honor his legacy and moving forward in her own life and being a badass human. After that, I had a very wonderful human, Sean Freeman, on the podcast, and he's just someone that you just want to like because he's so kind. And there's a lot to his story that uh, not a lot of people know. And he's also been a guest on on Chris Falconer's podcast, Open Up and Home. There's going to be a lot of crossover for some of my guests on other podcasts. So if there's somebody that you like, I recommend always listening to the other episodes as well. Because I, I find that I'll ask as many different questions as I can. And I believe that everybody else will do the same thing. Because we're all different humans. We ask different things. And we talk in different ways. And it's just a neat way to, to build what you know about people. After my nice visit with him was the one and only, the champ, Jelena Mirjanovic. And it's cool to think that we have one of the most badass boxers in the world. Right, right in our community here in Edmonton. And it's not for the fact that she can't move. It's for the fact that she wants to be here. And I think that's really special. And what she does for people, the inspiration that she provides. Because there's people who live sedentary lives and they don't want to go to the gym just to go to the gym sometimes they want to punch something and it's scary to go to like certain boxing clubs because it's intimidating the space that she hosts and provides takes that intimidation away the coaches that she selects are extremely personable friendly happy inspiring they show leadership in many different ways and there's so many different people to choose from and that's special that she's offered that and provides that and maintains something like that while kicking ass and taking names in the ring i think it's going to be two days from now she'll be doing it i believe it's her 51st fight so here's hoping she kicks some ass and keeps on going the next episode was mr josh nil and the cool thing with him is he knew Jornemo, small world. Josh Nil is one of the other personal trainers at Evolve Strength and someone who I enjoy chatting with and it was just a quiet day and we just enjoyed chatting together and we talked about how our different journeys compare and how we train our clients and things that we enjoy and little special moments for him and his loved ones in his life because that's the important things. After that, I had the power duo of Aaron Norris and Ari McWatt. They are two cool dudes because they're able to have each other's back so consistently, which is tough in business, but they make it look so easy. And there was a lot that I could learn from each of them and to have them both at once was like, boom, 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 just like one after another, like crazy pieces of advice and little experiences that they, they had and things that were relatable and it was really fun and they fed me coffee and you can never forget things like that coffee is nice after that i was lucky to spend some time with gavin fedorek and brady harris who are 
better known as Mr. and Mrs. Love Pizza. And they are smart. <laughs> Aside from having the biggest hearts, they are very good with their business, which is neat because sometimes people listen to podcasts for fitness and sometimes they listen for business. And in some capacity, both of those things contribute to fulfilling what they find to be their purpose. So if I can offer that in the lifestyle chase, then I love to. And they're both very active in one way, shape or form because moving your body counts as being active. You don't need to be a power lifter. You don't need to be a triathlete. Just getting out of bed with a sense of purpose and working hard and lifting things up and putting them back down, even if it's pizza dough, that counts. And they love their son. And that's cool to see. Not to say that people don't love their kids, but it just really shows, it resonates, and it's infectious to see that and how they include him in their legacy as business owners to show him what they are proud of and kind of give him as much experience as he can as he grows up. My next guest was a very wise, wise individual in the city. Her name is Geha Gonchie, and I really hope that I got that right because some of these names are tricky, but I think I did. My fingers are crossed. I believe that if I didn't cap off the length of that episode, it probably could have gone for five hours. She has done it all, and she has such an eloquent way to tell her story that it, uh, made my podcast better and I learned a lot from our little chat and she's been a pretty cool person to get to know so you should listen to that one it was kind of like reading a Brene Brown book but instead I just drove over to her house and we just chatted about her life and I walked away feeling totally inspired or seeing things differently which is healthy it's good to see things through other people's eyes so we don't get so complacent and so stuck in our own ways. My next guest was Chase Irwin and this was a, a follow-up to after I had gotten back from the Kansas City Fitness Summit which I went to this year. Chase was someone who went out of his way to get to know me and me being someone who is quiet often but personable. Like I like people but I kind of uh, take my time in opening up. And he like, he saw me as this egg that was hard to crack and he like just chipped away and broke the shell. And that's cool. Cause not a lot of people are brave or willing to do that. And he's just a good dude. So of course I wanted to tell this story cause he's got a great personality. He's got uh, an upbringing that will tell you about what it's like to uh, understand that not everybody has things the same way and when you learn how other people grow up then you can learn to show more compassion um his his family is involved in a lot of adopting of kids and you think if, if you weren't someone who is adopted you think oh well like i have parents because that's the way it works everybody has parents and then some people don't have it quite like that and so it's good to to talk about that because it's just important to be able to 
kind of be on the same level as as many people as you can, because otherwise you miss out on some really cool friendships and some really cool memories. After him was John Chung, and he is the CEO and founder of Evolve Strength, where I run my business, and probably one of the most clever, wise business people that I've come across. And I pump a lot of people's tires, but I think he deserves that one. Just a good guy. And a big part of why I started working under Evolve as a, a business owner was just in, in how he saw the industry. Um, it was just he was somebody that I was able to really be on the same level with. And a lot of my friends were already working under there. So I knew that I would see my friends and get that continuing sort of mentorship from people who had been in the industry longer. And I liked the direction of how there was going to be more locations and it was cool to see the story of how that came to be and what's really meaningful to him. My next guest was Jamie McKeg Reber. That's another name I had trouble with so if I got it, score. She's super sweet. She had been listening to my podcast after like episode 30 or so and she would give me feedback when I really needed it because it's it's tough to dedicate so much time to to something that doesn't make any money and it's not to say that I don't think I'll ever profit from the podcast but I also understand that in order to get a podcast to where you can profit it requires a lot of resiliency and patience if you sell out on a podcast and start slamming ads on there people are gonna run but if if you build that value in which so many people listen to it and it means something to to them, then that's when opportunities come up where like a business that you align with thinks, I would like to, uh, to work with you. And then that's where you can start to get some value from all the blood, sweat and tears because like, let's not ignore the fact that Oprah Winfrey's podcast has ads on it. And that's not a bad thing. And it's often very well, well chosen businesses. Things that are easy for her to support and that's kind of how I would see it for myself. But amidst all of the, uh, the creativity blocks and the times when I would feel discouraged about hosting a podcast wondering, is anybody listening? She was a really cool person that uh, made that process a lot easier. Episode 49 was really cool because Carrie Dahl hosts her own podcast and she's been in the public space for decades. And so she kind of sets the bar and for myself being someone who has big aspirations, it was neat to uh, share a conversation with her and get to know her better and then uh, get some some feedback or communication from her on on how I see things and it was it was funny I think my favorite uh, moment in that conversation was just uh, the way I was talking she was like are you married and I just thought that was hilarious it would be like the funniest soundbite to have like Carrie Doll asking if I'm married but like it's it's only because Sometimes I feel like I'm too wordy or I like overanalyze things and 
the best gift that she gave was some validation that maybe I'm not the same as everybody else, but who I am is valuable to some people, so I should always be myself, which is something that I tell people to do all the time. So it's nice to hear that from someone who has so much experience. Episode 50 was another one of my friends from the Fitness Summit, Carolyn McDonald. And she is kind of like one of those people that is highly skilled, but super sneaky. Essentially, you could probably be in any industry or line of work and she'll make you better. Now, isn't that badass? She swore a few times, maybe like a couple dozen. But all of that aside, an incredibly kind and thoughtful human being who never holds back from supporting other people. And so you should uh, look into what she does. She is director of operations for examine.com, which makes life easy for personal trainers everywhere because they do the research and they do our due diligence so that we can just do a quick little search on their website and find info and facts on supplements. The guest to follow that was Kyle Dobbs. So a little perspective on Kyle Dobbs is I talk to Dean Guido a lot and Dean talks very highly of Kyle Dobbs, like can't say enough good things about him. Across North America, Kyle mentors other trainers to be better trainers in such a way that they also become better humans and that is something that I align with because I'm not all about business, business, business. I'm about experience and impact. And so he really valued what I bring to my podcast, which made it a really fun conversation. And I thought it was amazing that I had him on because not everybody's heard of him, but you should, because if you're able to get a mentorship under him, that is gold. You're going to improve so much because he has so much to offer. My next guest was the one and only Emily Heidinger. And she is just such a good human. And what stood out to me about her is her ability to be real and be honest and be extremely loyal to people who are in her life. And I didn't know nearly as much about her story as I did after we had our conversation. And to top it off, she brought me a blizzard. You can't say anything bad about a person who brings you ice cream. And that was probably one of the longest episodes that's been on the podcast. But it's worth the listen. It was really fun, and you should check it out. And that is episode 1 through 52 of The Lifestyle Chase. I really hope that you get a chance to listen to one or maybe all of the episodes. All these stories are meaningful. When I'm selecting guests, I like to keep people on their toes. I like to uh, put variety. I like to choose different regions of the world. And I, I don't want anybody to be able to predict who's next or to think, oh yes, he'll, he'll be selecting that person next because he chose that person, that person, and that person. Or, oh, he's only gonna choose popular people. Because what's most powerful is being able to learn that we can relate to so many people in our life in some way or we can be better in our life for knowing certain people but those people aren't always the ones that 
are like screaming out at us, I can help you, I can help you, I can make you better. Sometimes those people are like the quiet people who are right in front of you. And without taking time to get to know people around you, you never know. So without taking time to listen to an episode of a person that you've never heard of, you'd never know if it would make you better. And if I can do my very best to provide a real, raw, true, honest conversation, then hopefully more people can trust me to provide a story that could be valuable. If you enjoy the lifestyle chase and you're interested in supporting me in any way, shape, or form, what helps a lot is sharing your episode as you listen on social media because it validates me to people that follow me that might think that I'm just running a circus show or talking about myself all the time. And it kind of builds that uh, community feel. Like Basically, it's that whole idea of if Bob, Sue, and Tom listen to a podcast, then Sally and Steve are more inclined to listen to it too. But if uh, Chris listens to Chris' podcast all the time, then people are like, well, Chris is kind of full of Chris. Maybe he should stop listening to his own damn podcast. I don't know if you picked up what I threw down there, but uh, support, little or small, or big or small, makes a huge difference, and I always appreciate it. I think that they do ratings on uh, Apple Podcasts, so if you can put one there, that usually helps. I don't really know the logistics or the science behind it, but it makes me feel special. I like stars. Um, They're pretty. But thank you for listening. We've got a lot of guests coming up. Episode 54 and onward are already getting planned out. Every so often I'll plan a whole bunch in advance and sometimes I'll be on my toes. But I do my best to not uh, bombard the community with the same person on every podcast in town. And at the same time, I do my best to bring in guests that uh, will stop you in your tracks. You'll be like, I would like to listen to that one. Don't think twice if uh, you've assumed that I haven't asked The Rock to be on my podcast, because that would be badass, and I got left unread, but one day, one day. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you on the next one.